When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Happy birthday, dear ETFs. Happy birthday, you wonderful alternative to mutual funds. Happy birthday, exchange-traded funds. Happy birthday to you. Hello and welcome to Talking Real Money. Like that high note? Dude, I don't even think I should be on the show. You're just like Sinatra all over again. I'm (laughs) stepping out of the way. You keep going. I'll stand back here and make sure the lights are correct. Yeah, so uh, guess what? It, 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 when the S&P 500 depository thingamabob ETF, SPY, was first introduced, it, it seems like it was only yesterday. But ladies and gentlemen, 30 years and 8,500 ETFs later, ETFs rule are soon. I They don't yet. They don't yet, but are soon to rule the investing world, I believe. Yeah, I think you have to say, unlike rock and roll, they're here to stay, Don. Um, wait a minute. Wait, wait. Hold, hold on. Those are fighting words. <laughs> rock and roll easy. is not here to stay? Don't, I don't think in a lasting way. No, I think it's over. Are you kidding? And roll, but rock just... and roll has lasted from the 50s to the 2020s? This We don't have time for this kind of debate. No, 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 this no, is no, a no, serious no. What is, what is the program. What is the music that is replacing that, rock and roll? I couldn't. What is the music today? I couldn't tell. Other it's than rock and Swift, roll. I couldn't tell you. So, okay. It's just a variation on the theme. Okay. I'll go with you on that. All right. Here we go. Couple you got to quit listening to pop music. That'll <laughs> if, you, if you stop listening to popular stuff. Then I quit mu- listening to pop music from about 1978. So right. that's, about that's why it. Yeah. his car stuck. is permanently stuck on the 70s channel. Exactly. It is. Uh, here's a couple numbers. Fascinating. Um, that was meant to be a joke, by the way. Uh, ETFs. Oh, took in- oh, oh, see, Thank I'm not you. good at jokes these Thank days. You. Well, your, your sense of humor is lagging badly. U.S. ETFs took in $600 billion on a net basis in 2022. Meanwhile, a trillion came out of mutual funds. I mean, that's pretty astounding wait, wait, wait. right Go, there. Wait, give me those numbers again, because something doesn't seem right. Well, $600 billion went into ETFs on a net basis. Okay. Meanwhile, a trillion. So the trillion that came out of mutual funds, some of it may have gone into cash. Oh, no, no. oh you mean yeah. $400 million of it Don't know was market it timing money. Billion, billion, billion. Billion, $400 billion. billion. Yeah, so, I, yeah. You know... Once you get past B's, the numbers just don't matter anymore, do they? <laughs> it doesn't really matter. The average expense ratio for index equity ETFs, 0.16. That's a little more than one half of, or pardon me, one-tenth of 1%. Meanwhile, for equity mutual funds, the average 0.47. So almost one half. But here's the thing that I think is very important, where the confusion reigns. 
I think people think they're buying an ETF, so I'm getting an index or index-like product mm, 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 because that's where it all started mm, with the mm, spider. Girlfriend, you think again? Yeah. I mean, this is the problem. <laughs> I just gained give, an attitude. I don't thank know. You. I like. Well, you had one coming with the rock and roll thing. Passive strategies still make up about 95%. So when we say passive, we mean index, index, like that kind of thing. Make 95% of the ETF market. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But there were 431 new ETFs launched last year, and more than half of those were active strategies. Now, the people that are in this business know that you, the investors, are saying, I can have some of those ETFs. That's where the action is. I want to be part of that. But you're not paying attention to the type of ETF that you own in many cases. You're just buying it because, well, an ETF has to be index or index-like, correct? Oh, yeah, I know. Of, of those... Of those um uh, actively managed ETFs that came out, probably half of those came from one company. Which is? Direction, with an X. Direction is cranking out ETFs. They have an ETF for every reason, for every season. It doesn't really matter what you want to gamble on. If you want to gamble on something, Direction has an ETF for you. And guess what? Guess what their expense ratio, what kind of expense ratio they charge? Now, remember, Tom just said the average equity expense ratio for ETFs is 0.16. The average for mutual funds is 0.47. The average for direction funds, which are betting on the market going up, the market going down, even individual stocks. Yeah, you got to love the Tesla, the one they got. Tesla yeah, or the Apple. Uh, you can bet on one stock. Well, wait a minute. It, didn't they already invent a way to bet on one stock? You just buy the sh- Isn't it no, called okay. the stock? You could uh, own that, but this is more fun. Yeah. Well, yeah, this costs you an extra 1% a year to own. So, how much is. is the expense ratio on Well, their on funds? for example, on the on the Tesla 1X Bear, it's uh 0.97, I believe. In fact, I looked up the expense ratio on most of their funds and they range from at the cheapest about 0.7 to over 1%. So about 90 basis points. I didn't do the math, but it seems to be about the average. And the cost is one thing. I mean, I hope people realize the risk they take in using these kind of products. Um, But can can you spell Vegas? Yeah, I mean, it, it literally is the craps. I mean, take your spin. I mean, it's outrageous that you think you that say is craps investing. On a podcast? I don't know. We're about to find out, right. I guess. So while, yeah, we support exchange traded funds and we had somebody call us last week and say, Hey, you guys are kind of slow, late to the party, if you will. Yeah. Well, that's we're us. conservative. We're not, we're not early birds there. I do think I said, just said something about seventies rock and roll music, but here's the thing, the, a few things to pay attention to, I think, with the ETFs. Yes, you really don't want to be chasing any of these trends. You don't want active management, period, period. You don't want to be trading because I even see people that are trading, you know, passive type or index kind of strategies. Doesn't make sense. And this is one of the reasons that uh, that our old friend, uh, long departed John Bogle from Vanguard was very slow in kind of getting behind ETFs because they're easy to trade. They trade during the day. You don't he was even more them. conservative than we. Yeah, he was very much so. Were. So you don't want to do those things. And here's what you do want to do. You do want to make sure that the ETF, the exchange traded funds you're using, are passive or passive style. You get those from places like Vanguard, iShares, right? Uh, dimensional funds, Avantis. We talk about some of these. You do want to learn to tune out the nerves. But here's the toughest part. 
here's the hardest part. I think with exchange traded funds, it's harder because it's so easy to sort of get caught up in I'm moving money here, doing this and this and this. You got to learn to be patient. Mm-hmm. And that's a lesson for every investor because last year we saw people that gave up, right? Stocks and bonds lost money. I got to do something. Not You don't want to do that. Well, you did. You hit on the downside of ETFs. And with a, uh, a, a Vanguard total stock index fund like VT Wax, the Admiral shares, you can only check the price. You can't follow it on the ticker. You can't sit there and stare at CNBC and go, oh, look, VT Wax just went by and it was down. Oh, no, I better get out. You, but you can do that with VT. Good point with the yep. with the uh, with the ETF because it trades throughout the day, so that does make it a little bit more dangerous. Something other, another interesting thing to bear in mind that that point one six average expense ratio for ETFs, even that's a little bit misleading because when you're dealing with index ETFs, they should be unless it's a very eclectic index or market, they should be less than that. For example, the Vanguard Total Stock Market ETF, VT, how much has an expense ratio of less than half that average. Wow. Now, Point I mean, you, zero seven. But our friends at Avantis, our friends at Dimensional, they charge a little bit more. You know, more you because, talk like we have a lot of friends, and these well, are just acquaintances. <laughs> we hardly okay. know these people. Yeah, that's true, true enough. Uh, they're going to say we're their friends. Uh, well, but, that's uh, <laughs> because they pander. Exactly. So the thing is- We're in the media. They're a little more expensive because, and I hate to use this word, it's a little more exotic. It, it's not exotic, oh, but it I is hate, exotic. I, I know. just hate the way we try to describe DFA and Avantis and even it's, the way they do it. Because they, they're trying now to make themselves sound specialer. Than, you know, we're, we're, index. We're, yeah. we're active passive. We're actively passively passively active. We're scientifically based actively passively passively active passive. You know, I will say this, though. There's a pa- it's a passive style because it's a rules-based style. Thank you. I will say this. I think both organizations are ethical. And both organizations care about the people that give them money. I would not say that of very many organizations in this you mean, business. You mean you wouldn't say that about direction? I, anything for a buck, <laughs> give me the big D. Yeah. Oh no, I wouldn't say God. that. Well, I mean, think about that for a minute. Direction, you don't even have to have that much money invested when you're charging about 1% per year. No. When Vanguard is charging less than a tenth of a percent a year. And making a living. And they don't cost much to run those funds. Well, I, I the direction funds do because they're constantly borrowing money. Oh, they're doing that to do Or they're it shorting. Yeah. Uh, it's a far more complicated strategy. But come on. With the Tesla 1X fund, all you're doing is just shorting Tesla all the time. I'm in the Tesla 3X myself because I overdid it over the holidays. Oh, you're no, that's the Turkey 3X fund. You got your. It's right there. I can see it. The T in the symbol got you confused. (laughs) Anyway, congratulations to exchange traded funds. Yes, all kidding aside, my guess is they are here to stay. Those funds are here to stay. All right. What do you got for us in the well, question front? I got a great sir? question. Great question. Is this it comes, great? Are you sure? I, I, I'm pretty sure I liked it. Uh, this comes from Mark in Washington, D.C. Um, he talks about how he knows we're not fans of individual stocks. Mm, yeah. But he outlines the situation here. His dad died three years ago. And among the assets are 30 or so individual stocks totaling about 
half a million dollars in value. Okay. All and then he right. says, does it make sense to do largely as my dad did, holding on to them because they're dividend payers and taking the dividends? And then he, he goes through the rest of his portfolio. But he says, the question is, what about individual stocks? If sold, that's a taxable event. Part of me thinks I'll want the dividend income if, like my dad, I live to be 99 and still at home. What's the downside? I feel very vulnerable to income taxes on investments because I don't have a ton of cash flow to pay them without eating into things like home repair, et cetera. So the question at hand here is you have this half million dollars. And by the way, here's the thing we don't know. We don't know the cost basis because that would have been adjusted to the date of your father's death. And due to the fact that most everything was down last year, yeah, they may not have a huge gain in them, especially 30 stocks. going to be some variability. So you may be able to sell some, Right. For a loss yeah. and a gain and try my to match guess those is, up. My guess is if you just inherited this, you are going to have little or no gain. And and the problem well, no, he says is dad died three years ago. Yeah, but it's not going to be huge. I mean, it's just even three years ago, because we had such a decline last year that if he had two good years, we, we we did the numbers and the the best year in the last well the, one of the the I can't remember which year it was one of the years was offset one good year was oh it was 2020 was offset by 2022 or something like that may have been because yeah it was like was a, a good comeback so, yeah so you're not going to have much and I hate this argument well I don't have money to pay the taxes yeah you do you have the stocks so you're saying that you didn't have the tax- before. From the, yeah. the proceeds of the sale. It's gravy. It's it's found money. It's not this is not an asset you struggled your entire life to build and scratched and clawed and saved. Your dad did that. And it was a windfall to you. And you have to pay the government? Come on. And here's another thing to consider. Come on. Thirty stocks is a very small number. Number two, dividend stocks. Yeah, they're no think more they're special. Getting, they're they no think you're getting special. something for nothing. That's what people I, think. Let me give you a great example of a. This is a. This is this is gonna resonate. In the quarter before they declared bankruptcy, Enron declared a three point seven percent annualized dividend in line with the nice fat dividend they'd been paying for many quarters previous. So you ask what the downside is? Are you 100% sure you don't have an Enron lurking in there? Exactly. Are you 100%? In any, by the way, not just Enron, in any individual stock, there is the true risk of default. That is why we like portfolios with ten to 15,000 stocks in them instead. Well, and I, here, I'm going to give you one of your favorites. Uh-oh. Uh, Alaska Airlines? Oh, yeah, no. Let's not even talk about your Pete Buttigieg uh, experience yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, where is uh, – I was, I was going to look up multi, uh, Washington Mutual because I know they were dividend paying at the end. And they were dividend paying right up until they didn't exist anymore. Till the next this day, there's the another bank. This is the danger of individual yeah. stocks. Came in. Yeah, sure. Yeah. This is it's it's not that we don't like the individual companies and 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 I think that's where there is a great deal of confusion. We love the individual companies. We just wouldn't invest in them with a large percentage of our money. We want to own all of the individual companies. 
because we are not smart enough, nor is anyone else. We are not smart enough to know which ones are going to get in trouble in the future. We're just not. Nor was anybody, every analyst in the world was singing the praises of Enron in the days prior to its total demise. Nobody predicted it. I'm sorry, nope. I get a little passionate. I'm feeling a nope. little preacherly. Well, you're singing, you're dancing, you're I'm preaching. Singing, I'm dancing, you. I'm telling stories about stocks gone bad, ladies and gentlemen. I think this this should be the Sunday podcast instead. So All there right, you I go. Guess, Great guess question. Go Thank now. you, Mark. Yeah, probably should. Oh, wait, do you have any anything you'd like to share? I can't imagine what it would be. No, I have nothing to share today. No. Really? <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Okay, couple of things. First of all, oh god, it was another joke. I didn't get that one either. <laughs> Here's a couple of things. Uh, number one, if you're listening to this podcast, you should join us February 25th for Retire Meet. Even if you're not getting ready to retire, because guess what? Don's going to talk about investing, right? I am guess because what? Guess what? Investing is applicable to anyone. Plus, exactly. If you're investing in your 20s, what is the bulk of your investing in your 20s ultimately for? Retirement, I Retirement. hope. Retirement. Talked to a very Sorry, nice 25-year-old engineer mic. yesterday who's a podcast listener. Oh, wait, so, wait. Really? Like, yeah. woo, woo, that kind of engineer? No, no, not not a train conductor. Oh. Because in no, France, she'd already be, she'd be retired. Uh, don't Good they retire at age 52 or something? Anyway, the point is you should join us the 25th of February. Go to Retire Meet. Paul Merriman's going to be on there. It's a wonderful, there's inspiring parts. Of, you're going to you like know, it. You so make join it, us. You make it seem like Paul being there is now a big deal. Is, hasn't he been there like even before we started Retire Meet? Wasn't he just hanging out waiting for it? <laughs> well, maybe that's why it's a big deal. He's still there. He's ah. Paul Merriman is still there. And you so, know, it's funny. The other day you said, and like every other retirement, Retire Meet, we're going to have incredible expert guests. And then my brain flashed to a Seattle Seahawks quarterback. Oh, no. Jim will, Zorn is no longer available. But you I'm said- incredible experts like at every retire meet ah, and i went got me. oh okay. so yeah, i'm not perfect yeah. i didn't hit everyone mm. in nine years but pretty darn close pretty so. darn close saturday the 25th join us <laughs> sign up Zorn. it's free if it's online cost something if you join us in person it's a good deal his retirement plan was play football in college get signed by the nfl make a lot of money and live off that that was his well no he plan. he coached one year as an nfl coach uh, and then he took the job here in Seattle for, I always forget these leagues, XFL, whatever. And then they played like one game and canceled the whole league. So I don't think he ever actually got to coach. Some Aren't weird those thing. leagues back? I think I, I think saw an ad that said like spring, yeah. the original USFL there with Donald go. Trump as the owner of the New yeah, Jersey Generals yeah. still. Let's get Herschel Walker. See if Herschel Walker play. is yeah, back why not? Why not? <laughs> because it didn't work out for the Senate, but. He can still run. The next one He can run on the field, the, but not on the ballot. Okay. I think the next league should be the OFL. Which is? The old NF, the old football league, which old is like guys. where Herschel and Peyton Manning and oh, you know, even up, John huh? Elway. Even John Elway. You know, they, you know, you can. You, there's rules where you can play in a walker. You can just. <laughs> and which cable channel is that? Anyway, that's a whole other thing. I'm sure they'll find a spot for it. So that anyway, would join be, us. That would be on Lifetime because <laughs> there will be over soon. You can register right now, free of charge for those at, of you doing it virtually at retiremeet, that's two E's, dot com. Try spelling it the other way and see what happens. 
with an E and an A. It still works, right? It still works. There you go. I don't leave anything to chance. Uh, well, thanks for joining us for our little weird get-together in the middle of the week. We call it a podcast. You call it whatever the heck you want to call it. We don't care. Just keep listening and telling your friends and keeping us in the top 50 of investing podcasts in America, according to Apple Podcasts. So thank you all. We love you. I'm Don. That's Tom. Talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment tax or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.